so he's got like a little table and some mics and he's got some guy with a, you know, audio equipment and he's got a producer and we, you know, sat there for an hour and, you know, shot the shit. And yeah. I listened to that show. But he good. always wants to interview a predator and they're so like, nobody wants to talk. And no, even Lauren no, like no, won't no. talk like Lauren, you know, Lauren's probation says he's not allowed to talk to the press. If Lauren's not going to talk, you're not getting anyone. <laughs> he's the guy that you could get. And everybody else is, you know, kind of scared to talk. And I've, I've interviewed a few of them. And they'll talk to me, but they don't want to talk. Well, I mean, if I was them, I wouldn't want to talk to Chris either. You know, no, like you kind no. of got to tell Chris, like, why would they want to talk to you? Todd and Jedi back with Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. This week, I am so excited to discuss our show for today. It's one of my secret obsessions, and finding out that there's a whole community that shares my secret obsessions with a lot of other thousands of viewers here, too, and listeners. I mean, it's almost like watching a real-life comic book come to life with its mystery, scandal, good versus evil, superheroes, and perverted villains and all. Tonight, we are talking about the one and the only To Catch a Predator series with Chris Hansen. And here tonight, we have our special guest, Joey Teacap. Thanks for coming on, Joey. So we were just saying that Joey probably knows about as much as anyone, even Chris Hansen, about To Catch a Predator. And Jedi, did you know there was a To Catch a Predator community? No, I did not. And I was like, oh my goodness, there's other people like me out there. Before we get into To Catch a Predator, Joe and Joey, both diehard Yankee fans, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Now, Joey, you got to tell Joe what your conspiracy is with Derek Jeter. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I've been a Yankee fan forever. But Jeter's last home game where he drove in the winning run, I, I'm 100% positive that was fixed. 100%. Oh, it was magical. It was uh, he slapped the ball, uh, won the game, but hit the he ball is in and out swing yeah. between first and second. Bounds. Uh, yeah, you, you couldn't Yankees have written up, a better script. You, well, they did write it. Yan- Yankees were up five to two, <laughs> going to the bottom of the ninth. Um, the game meant nothing to either team, both teams were out of, out of contention, and uh. David Robertson, who was lights out, he was the closer for the Yankees that year, gave up three solo home runs in the bottom of the ninth to tie it. <laughs> and then they had a leadoff walk, and then the Gardner um, bunted him over to second, and then Jeter came up with the winning run on second. And the guy threw like a 79-mile-an-hour fastball right down the middle, and Jeter slapped it to right field, and the throw came in wide, and the catcher dropped it anyway, and... There you go. <laughs> Sounds like hmm. a conspiracy to me, Joe. Yeah, geez. I, so, I, that wouldn't surprise yeah. me. <laughs> so before we get into some of these predators, Jedi, why don't you tell us a little bit about To Catch a Predator? 
Well, To Catch a Predator, it was first created by MSNBC Dateline, and they ran this series from November 2004 to December 2007. It's an online sting operation whose focus was to capture online predators, and it starred Chris Hansen as the investigative journalist. Now, Joey, did you watch this from the very beginning? Didn't you say you had parties or something and people came over to watch? Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't watch I, the first two episodes I didn't watch live. But the third one, which was in January or February of 2006, the Riverside one, you know, with mm -hmm. Chuck Harding and yeah. Tom Leary. Yeah. And, so that one I watched. And that was amazing. You know, And it was, you know, it was, everything was two parts. So like 2006... It was almost like every Friday night from 9 to 10 p.m. there was a to catch a predator, and they would repeat them a lot too. So it was almost every week, you know, there was was TCAP. And then the Ohio one came after that, and that was great. And then after that, we would, you know, have get togethers and, and watch it. Yeah, Riverside is probably the best one. That one definitely had the most episodes, right? Yeah, it had predators. the most, and it had the most wackos too. Like so many just weird yeah, was... people. Yeah, one of my favorite ones is still uh, Chris Weaver when he said he was Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. Like you go to Ohio <laughs> or you know Georgia, and the guys are a little bit more normal. But in Southern California, you got a you, well, you had a bunch of younger guys, and they didn't really show those guys on TV. They came out later on YouTube, but the older guys were just all like insane. Right. So in all the episodes, I think there's a I think there's around 320 predators. And out of those, like I, I feel like you get like twenty or thirty kind of all stars, the ones that we all talk about and the ones that we love. Yeah. <laughs> with the main one, with the main one being Lorne. So in the TCAP community that we met on, it seems like it's broken up to two parts, right? You have the TCAPers, then you have the Lornographers. What are the Lornographers? Right. So there's two. There's two uh, factions of this. There's the the TCAP people that have been around since the show basically aired, and have been around forever. And, you know, they kind of treat everybody equally. And before Lauren got big, I'd probably Jeff Stacy was the biggest yeah. name. And then um, the, there was the Lauren people, too. And they got into Lauren because of his chat log was so crazy. And then they got his phone calls and they were crazy. And, uh, and then, you know, then they got into the catfishing and it became a whole different thing. But they're two different groups that intersect. But, you know, yeah. one group doesn't see as Lauren as the ultimate. The other one sees Lauren as like the main guy and everybody else is just kind of there. He so, seems so unassuming though. I mean, I'm surprised that he's the most popular one out of all it, of well, them. His, his segment on the show, he's kind of average. <laughs> I mean, he cries a lot, which is funny. Right. But uh, once you read his chat log where it's 407 pages of him being naked and talking to a 13 year old and how he wants to marry her and, you know, basically kidnap her. And he's on cam naked the whole time and has no bed. And his phone he's calls like, with yeah. her where he's just so pathetic. I mean, that's where you really get into it with the extra material. Right. He, so they set I, up, yeah, they set like, up a, like yeah. a fake church around him, you know, back in <laughs> 2014 yeah. or so. He's like Elmer Fudd or something. I don't even know how to really describe yeah, him. He's he, like a he cartoon can't control character. his emotions, so he gets happy and sad and angry, you know, at, at, you know automatically like, like yeah. Elmer Fudd does. Yeah. Now, Jedi, if you called him right now and like said you wanted to go out with him, he'd probably ask you to marry him on the phone. He's so like delusional or something. Or if you said you have a great physique tomorrow, he'd start a YouTube channel and like be posing. And you know what I mean, Joey? 
Yeah, he might be a little bit more guarded now, but yeah, he he's very gullible and very horny, mm-hmm. and uh, you know is, is basically just you know he, he has the IQ of maybe an eight year old and the emotional IQ yeah. of like a toddler. Yeah, oh my exactly. Goodness. And the sex now, drive Je- of an yeah. adult male. I know. <laughs> Jedi, when I discovered the Church of Cod, it's C-A-W-D, I was like, what does that even mean? Now, that came from when Chris Hansen popped out, Lauren said, oh, Cod. Joe, do you have that clip? So you brought condoms. What else did you bring? I brought her a bracelet. And she is how old? She's supposed to be 13. And how old are you? 37. Now... Besides all this chat here, and we'll go through that in a minute, you also sent a whole bunch of pictures. Now, why would you think that's no. appropriate? It's not. It's not. You tell her to delete her archives. I didn't want her to get in trouble by her parents. You talk about getting married to her. Getting married? She's 13. That meant when she was 18. You were going to marry her when she turned 18. What do you think ought to happen to you? I think I should go to counseling to get off the internet. I can do something I can't do that. <laughs> Where you going? Well, there's something I got to tell you. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on oh. Now you're free to walk out of this house right now. Who made up the Church of Cod? Because that's, like, brilliant. Uh, the Church of Cod was created on YouTube, like, maybe 2013 or so. Um there was a video that that everybody just commented on. And, you know, there was the Pope Pendleton, Sam Pendleton, and yeah. Bay Shaman, who's moved on to other things now, and Nathaniel Trevor, and some other people. And they, you know, made long videos. Oh, yeah. Bay Shaman's videos. Bay Shaman's videos were unreal. Yeah, he, he um, actually yeah, he was... made quality videos. Most people did very amateurs videos, but Bay Shaman's were very high quality with green screens and original songs and you know, just amazing effort for such a, you know, crazy subject. Yeah. Now, now your, your channel, your YouTube channel is what Joey's TCAP channel, right? Joey's TCAP channel. Yes. If you're into to catch a predator, cause we can't play all these clips, definitely check out your channel or any other catch a predator channels. But the thing that creeps me out the most about Lauren is when he was talking to the decoy, it sounds like a baby. Joe, play the clip of the decoy talking to him. I can't see. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're going to play an instrument. Yeah, why don't you sing for me? You're the one that can. I mean, that's unbelievable that you'd stay on the phone with someone like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's and, crazy. And he was sent different pictures of the decoy, and then he showed up at the house, and she looked totally different than the pictures he received. But that yeah. didn't bother him. And the thing that Catch a Predator did great with these decoys when they, when they were at the house is they all looked like these, these cute little girls. They were like... They were probably 18, 19, 20 years old, and they were casted perfectly. But what I think we should do now, Jedi, is you want to test Joey's knowledge? Uh Uh-oh. Is this the flash round? We're going to do 10 rapid-fire questions. We're going to just say something, and you're going to tell us the predator. I mean, you're going to tell us what what has to go with this. Who's Ernest Timmons' friend? Uh, Kevin from the base. Yeah. Cold fries. Uh, Lee, Lee Greer. Uh, the fries might be cold. Yeah. Yep. No no rubber. R-U-B-U-R. <laughs> Put that in the refrigerator. That's Anthony yeah. Palumbo. Yep. 
Opie and Anthony fan screening? Uh, that's Michael Lebrano. What's his screen name? Oh, uh, Ice Truck Killer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Ma Ma main hockey hat. Main hockey hat. I think I think you're stumping me with this one. Main hockey hat. Joe, I mean uh, Joey. What was who was my uh, Facebook name when I was doing the when I was in the TCAT pages? <laughs> Where's the dog? Where's the dog? Oh, oh, Joe Wonderler. Joe Wonderler. Yeah, Joe, Joe Wonderler is wearing a main hockey hat. Okay, all right. Pissing on daffodils. Uh, pissing on petunias, actually. That's the James oh, Brown. Petunias. Piss on your petunias. Oh, petunias. That, that was my <laughs> fault. Still Joe. Got I don't know it. Why. <laughs> all right, so week 17 in the NFL, there was an overtime game. The Steelers beat the Ravens 16 13. Steelers, Steelers Ravens. Steelers and the Ravens. That's, that's a. John Dupee knew who was playing yeah. that night on Hanson versus Predator. Yeah. What's on Kevin Westerback's head? In the picture he sent the decoy, um, there's a parrot on his head. Wow. Yeah. Finish the sentence. I got two uh, words for NBC. Role play in chat room, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a question. That's uh, my friend Jeff Stacy. <laughs> R.I.P. We'll have to we'll get into the dead predators in a little bit because there's a bunch of them. So, do your friends and family know about the TCAP community that you're in? Uh, a couple of them do. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I maybe two of my friends. I think I went to tell one of my sisters once. And if if you're not into it, you just really wouldn't understand. It's hard to really describe. Yeah, I mean, people so that everybody likes it. Everybody, you can play Jeff Stacy or Anthony Palumbo. To anybody and they'll think it's funny but that's about as far as it yeah. goes for most people yeah now one of the things that is is funny to me is joe you want to pull up that ham bubber ham ham bubger picture ham now the funny thing to me is they think that this person would want to be with them you know what i mean <laughs> yeah she's like a, a tv star now and ham bubger is you know he's ham bubger yeah, you know he's dead too, right? Obviously. Yeah, and he was only like fifty-three or fifty-four. I, I was—that's what I was going to wow. say next. He was fifty-six, yeah. and that was—he was probably like—he was probably fifty-two, fifty-three in this picture, and he was yeah, a real—he yeah. was—he was a real sicko. I think he uh, didn't he molest his kids. Yeah, he was bad news. Yeah, he—he he was, you know, molested his daughters and was the all-around bad dude. Oh, that guy looks like he would molest anybody who has genitals who's within six feet of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah, an evil-looking person. I agree. Je Jedi, you want to tell us a little bit about Clifford Wallach? Maybe Clifford Wallach. Oh, that guy. He's the guy that brought his five-year-old kid yeah. to the decoy's house. And um, I guess his wife was out. And he didn't have a babysitter, so he brought his child along with him. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's the one where wasn't Chris like, um, oh, I'm going to, he basically said, I'm not going to do anything. Right, yeah, he's like, child. you got your kid with you. You know, I'm not going to talk to you, so get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and that was the guy, once they handcuffed him, he's like, I can't feel my hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, um, how much of this do you know? How much of To Catch a Predator do you know? 
Oh, I was a big fan of the show when it came out. I thought it was great. Um, I love Chris Hansen. I think he's amazing. I, I didn't. I didn't. And like I, I didn't know what we were doing until you sent this to me today, and I didn't really understand. It doesn't surprise me that you're in a teat cap community. <laughs> I didn't know one existed, but now that I know it exists, it makes sense. You're in it. Yeah. No, Joey. Do you want to talk about some of the? Um videos you have when you do the prank phone calls okay like you want to set it up how you do that how you have the person's voice like asking for different things what do you mean what are you, what are you talking about so for instance like don't you have prank calls with um like for instance john france like asking for things oh that's not me no um that's that's um canon fellow Oh, okay, but can you describe like what exactly that he's doing on those calls so canon fellow makes soundboards of the predator <laughs> saying their lines from either from the show or, or better yet from phone calls that they have with the decoy that perverted justice has released. So he has a soundboard and he will call businesses and then, you know, have it kind of set up the same way. So it sounds like they're talking and then, you know, but then of course it gets, you know, goofy and graphic and they usually <laughs> hang up, but it starts out, you know, the people, you know, are going along with it and then it just gets weirder and weirder. It's kind, it's kind of like hilarious. a start. It's like a Howard Stern type thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's people that do oh, yeah. song parodies. There's people that do phony phone calls. There's people that yeah. do, you know, analyze things. So there's, you know, different genres for, you know, content that people put out about it. Yeah, so let's, uh, do you have the Clifford Wall clip, Joe? Clip. I got to tell you something. And I'm going to tell you just straight up right yeah. now. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Okay. We're doing a story on adults eating children, and since you have your child here, I'm not going to pursue this. Okay. But I think you know what you were doing here, don't you? No, I was just going to take someone to lunch. Take a, take a boy out to lunch you met on the internet. Yeah, I'm sorry. My point is, because your child is here, I think it'd be best if you just went okay. ahead and left. Yeah, I agree. I never going to do this again. So... Obviously, he was going to put the kid in a room probably to play while he went with the other boy. That's what they think. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, you know, even though he wasn't involving the kid, that's still really, really creepy. Oh, yeah. That's really bad. Yeah. Didn't Chris Hansen say like there was a collective gasp when everybody saw that he brought his kid? It was just so heartbreaking. Yeah, and um, Joey, one of my favorite, one of my favorite people. Um, I mean, I say favorite, but he's still discussing is Donald Morrison. And <laughs> another thing with him crazy. is, yeah, he's forty-eight years old in this picture. You get the picture, Joe. I mean, this is what we have looked forward to in a couple of years. Right, he's got the big sweat stain <laughs> on his shirt. Yeah, and he lives with his parents, about... right? Yeah, he, with his he, mom. Said, his <laughs> he said his my mother's going to take his take computer, computer and, throw away. and completely throw it away. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like that Dateline show, so go ahead and put it on. And then he (laughs) says, thanks for giving me a kick in the pants, Chris. Yeah, and then the police tackle him, and then he goes into like a diabetic, you know, convulsions or something like that. Yeah, now, he got arrested a few more times after this as well, didn't he? Yeah, he had a really creepy thing where he was in in a library. Now, he wasn't allowed to, you know, he's on the sex offender registry so he has a lot of restrictions and he went to a library and was downloading pictures of children from facebook 
and somebody called the police on him. And he said that, I don't know if it's true or if he made it up, but he said he was friends with a woman that was in prison who wanted pictures of her children, you know, you know, and so he could send it to her while she was in prison. But, you know, whatever it was, it was just creepy. And he got, you know, he got, a, I think he got a little extra time or something, something for that. Yeah, He's this is weird, what I mean. A weird dude. And he was arrested for this thing, too, for taking uh, nude pictures of a 17-year-old. Oh, yeah, the girl in Michigan. Yeah. Um, now, the funny thing about To Catch a Predator is I think it's easier to come back from murdering your whole family than it is to being a predator. They're all hiding. Most definitely. You can't... No, being none of them are on Facebook. Yeah, being a sex offender is about as low as it gets, and then being a child predator sex offender is even lower than that. And, you know, if you murder yeah. somebody, generally, like, oh, well, they probably had a reason, and they're not going to do it again. Like, they're not addicted to murder. But yeah, with the, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. the, the, the child predators, like, they know, like, you know, they're risking a lot to do this to children, so they know that there's a compulsion going on. But they it's, still but do you know, it over and over and it's not again. like these guys are, like, a 19-year-old guy with a 17-year-old girl. I mean, these are guys in their 40s and 50s. You know, right. And the girls, the decoys are 12 or 13, so it's not like a borderline thing. It's funny you say that because the, the great thing about To Catch a Predator is there's over 300 predators. And someone that I'm interested in, you could have no interest in. Like, I don't care about the young people. Like, Richard Brielle, that's obviously, like, a great interview. Um, I never cared about Ambrosio, but you might actually like those. The, the young, the 19 and the 15 doesn't get me as much as these older people yeah the older guys are much creepier and more uh interesting to me too yeah yeah now when that whole thing went on with uh ambrosio i actually thought that you were dead i didn't know the whole story do you want to talk about how you had to fake your own death <laughs> yeah <laughs> well ambrosio they never aired when uh hansen versus predator that happened in fairfield connecticut in october of 2015 and then they started airing them in the on Crime Watch Daily in the fall of 2016 into the spring of 2017. And they never aired Ambrosio. And so we kept, you know, hounding Chris Hansen and hounding Crime Watch Daily's, you know, social media and begging for the Ambrosio stuff. And uh, I, I reached out to the Fairfield, Connecticut, um, police department and did a freedom of information request for uh, his police interrogation and they gave it to me and uh i you know it, it was we cleaned up the audio as best we could and it was pretty you know damaging i mean he just spills his guts and it was pretty brutal and uh you know i was like i don't even know if i want to put this up but everybody's like yeah you got to put this up i mean it's really bad so you when know, we put it up and his dad was a cop who lives maybe an hour from me, an ex-cop, an ex but he used to be a cop. And uh, his dad, I guess, went to Fairfield. And they, just like I did a freedom of information request, you can do a freedom of information request on people that did the FOIA. So he got my information from them. Oh, And he wow. started, you know, posting name and address and phone number and stuff. And like, go visit this guy and was just spamming that everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Um, what did you do? But, um, you know, we got a lawyer involved because that's, you know, illegal. Like, you can't 
put somebody you can put somebody's information out there but you can't put it out there with a threat so i can't say like you know here's todd's last name and address you should go out to his house in the middle of the night and you know scare him like that would be illegal that's harassment um so we did that and i was just like you know this guy's a cop and i know cops and i know cops like to stick up for other cops so i was like you know screw this so we we faked yeah. joey's death for about a year but being dead was boring <laughs> so I, I came back <laughs> and a lot of people I didn't got know angry, what was... but it wasn't like i could yeah. tell everybody you know i told like 50 people but i couldn't just make yeah. a public post and say this is fake don't tell ambrosius yeah that. Yeah, I know. And what I was telling Jedi yesterday to people in the TCAP community, it, Joey, say we went to uh, McDonald's, we would rather bump into uh, Donald Morrison. It would be equivalent of Jedi bumping into like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah, it, they're like kind of like celebrities to to us. Yeah, there was um, uh, Stephen Coates uh, from the Riverside yeah. Sting, um, the yeah. guy that brought his his crappy CD. And it was like, sir, I beg of you, please don't arrest me. He yeah. lives in New York City now, and he went to a um, like a magazine launch party where they had musicians there, and he was one of the musicians. So I went down that, there, and luckily I got there late, so I missed him performing, but he was oh. at the bar drinking a glass of wine. So I hung out with him, and then I said, my wife's a really big fan of yours. Could you uh, say hi to her for me? And I said, oh, my hi. gosh to uh, Ember <laughs> congratulating yeah. her on a thousand subscribers or something like that. See, Jedi, this is stuff we do. Now, Joey, I'm surprised you haven't taken a trip because I was thinking about going on to Bridgeport to see um, Velez. Well, I did. Um, I, I went oh, to a you bunch did. of the ones. In, uh, they do them in, in, uh, in Bridgeport, and I, I went to Ambrosio's sentencing and Dupin's sentencing and um, Michael Gentile's sentencing and Jeff Sokol's sentencing. And then I went up there for Velez's, um, but it got canceled. But I did, you know, see Velez there, but his thing got canceled. I think he was trying to get off. I don't think he was in yeah. trouble. I think he was trying to get off probation. And, but no, the, well, yeah, how can you not feel canceled. like wanting to punch these guys out? <laughs> you know, it's it's just more interesting to see him in the wild. You know, it's it's like you know going on safari and seeing lions and tigers. Yeah. There's like, I mean, as as creepy as these guys are, there's not many that like I really want to punch. I mean, other than a couple. Um, but when I said I want to see Velez, I meant go to the um, the was it T-Mobile that he worked at a Sprint? Yeah, he did before the sting. Yeah, and he was on the news because the store got robbed and they did a news story about it. Yeah, it got robbed like twice in one night or something. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, let's pull up Jedi's favorite predator, Marvin. Marvin. What was your plan with the cat? I don't know. I was just being stupid with that. The cat? The whipped cream? You want the girl to have sex with a cat and use whipped cream? What, explain that. I was just being stupid with that. I wasn't really serious about that. I can only imagine what would have been going on in this house had I not been here. Am I wrong to think that? No, you're not. So what's going to be happening if I'm not here? You're naked. There's a 14-year-old girl. You're chasing a cat around. You've got Cool Whip. And you want this girl to do some sex act with the cat, and then you'll have sex with her. <laughs> yeah, this guy's some sick bastard. I mean, what happened to him? Is he in jail, prison? No, what well, happened to him? Marvin um, was from Trinidad, and he went back to Trinidad. 
and they don't have any sex offender registry there. And he got married a couple of years ago, and uh, I guess he's living a normal life. Yeah, I was looking at one of the videos today. I don't know if it was yours or someone else's, but of all the married predators, I, at some point right. you have to disclose that to your girlfriend what you did. And I don't know how these people are married. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think you can spin it. Oh, it was a TV show, and you know I got caught up in it, and it's just a bunch of BS, and I never touched anybody. And, so they can kind of try to spin it, and somebody will believe them somewhere. Now, can you tell us about John Kennelly's first trip to catch a predator? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So John, uh, the, the decoy dared him to come in naked. Yeah. So John went and brought you know brought a case of beer for this twelve year old, or a couple six packs, and then when he walked in the house, he took off his clothes and sat on the stool, and Chris came out and handed him a towel. So Who that must have been. That? I know, I know. <laughs> now, this was before they arrested people, right? Right, so they didn't have a cop there. So he's free to go, and he you know, leaves, and he collects his clothes. And then he goes back online, and he's hitting up perverted justice decoys that night. Yeah. So they Joe, had let's meet, show what they happened. can't send him yeah. to the sting house again, so they had to meet at McDonald's. <laughs> Joe, play the next day, the next day. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. Sir, I just came to but get something to eat. But I don't even know what to ask you first. I just came to get something to eat. John, we've been through this before. What are you doing? I've got the chat log again. You're chatting up another 13-year-old kid, and you're going to meet him here at McDonald's. <laughs> and I just got to get something. Again. I'm just getting something to eat. That's like You're one right. of the most, Joe, well, you would say that's like one of the most iconic predator I was coming to get right? something to eat. John, we've been through this before. <laughs> so he's one of the guys. He obviously, there's something wrong with him. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, um, there's something wrong with him, a well-educated. Yeah. Because when we talk about people you just like to punch, he's always on the top of my list. Yeah, and he got arrested John after Kinnell. that again, too, for flashing girls in a park. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, is he in prison now? These... No, he's not in prison now. No, no. And um, see, this next guy here is a guy I always feel bad for, but you can't fall into the trap of feeling bad for these people because once you read the chat logs, you're like, oh yeah, that guy just said something completely filthy. Pull up the uh, Walter Babs click, Joe. Walter Babs. And what are you doing here? Getting my ass kicked. Getting your ass kicked? Yeah. I knew it. I knew, I sh I knew it was a setup. I, no, I need you to sit down, please. I need you to just arrest me and take me to jail and, and execute. I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this that, is the teacher, so right? He's the teacher. He didn't lie. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm fucked up. Kill me. Yeah. That's like that's like an all-time great one right there. Now, I did look him up. Is Doesn't he build, like, model planes and stuff now? Yeah, I guess he's out in the Northwest somewhere, um, you know, in the aviation business, and he enters – contest where he builds like model airplanes or something yeah jedi didn't you find something on him that what he's a he's a teacher oh i thought no. you said isn't he into something different now no no, no yeah no. It, it always has to creep you out when you see a predator there and then you realize their life is around kids all day right and then now he's yeah, well, doing I, model I think it, yeah these guys now i mean they can't be teachers anymore they can't have jobs around children yeah, and uh, Joe, you want to tell us what was so funny about Michael Willis? 
like, oh, like this guy. I mean, it starts out just with his clothes. You know, he's wearing the little yeah. shorts and a little yellow tank top, and he's got his middle part, and uh, his <laughs> eyes are a little bit off, and he's, you know, eating cookies, and Chris yeah. tells him he's 13. He's like, what? No way. And then his eye, like, his eyebrow goes up. I got to go to the beach, and then he falls down the stairs and gets tackled. He's the guy so that throws the cookie, right? He says, I don't yeah, want this cookie, cookie anymore. I don't want this cookie. Yeah. I just want to get to the beach. <laughs> what a weirdo. Yeah, and, and another thing with these guys is we talked about this last week, I think, when we were doing the um, Jeff Jeffrey Epstein episode. You're going to, if I was going to go meet a girl, I would be nicely dressed, washed up. These people show up. I mean, we have Donald Morrison with a stain on his shirt, Michael Willis with a little like uh, his cell phone on his side, like you described. What are these people thinking? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is they don't think. And so most of these guys, you know, they don't bring gifts. They don't dress up. I mean, they're dressed like sloppy. You know, they're unshowered. You know, they just come in, you know, hey, you know, suck my dick. I'm here. You know, and they, they just chat all disgusting with somebody they don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just all sex and that's it. What about those guys who actually try to propose marriage like that Jeff Sokol guy? That... Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of them, like, you know, Warren was the biggest one. You know, Warren wanted to get married to her right away. And a lot of these guys, they fall in love, you know, with these decoys. And yeah, I think a lot and... of them, too, say they'll get married just because they think that they're grooming them. And they don't really mean it, but some of them do. Right. Yeah, they they just want to get there and get laid, so they'll say anything. Right. Now, Jedi, when you see these people go crazy, I was talking to Joey the other night, and I don't think the human body can can comprehend being so excited and talking to this person for weeks. You finally think you're about to get laid, and not only are you not, there's a film crew there, you're going to be on TV, you're going to be arrested. You just like don't know how to react to that. Right, that, that, but good that's for them. I'm so glad good. they're getting caught. You know, it's because you see somebody at like their best moment in their life, and then it turns into their absolutely worst moment, just like on a dime. Yeah, I know, I know. So, so it was 2007 when the show ended in Jedi. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, um, it ended because of Lewis William Conrad Jr. He was an assistant DA from Terrell, Texas, and he was on the TCAP investigation that was taking place in Murphy, Texas. He ended up shooting himself because he was caught speaking to a minor um, 13-year-old boy and also sending uh, pornography to him. So um, because of that death, to Catch a Predator ended up being canceled. And um, his sister, Lewis William Conrad Jr.'s sister, actually sued NBC, accusing them of focusing on profits over the law. Yeah, now, Joey, could it ever, could this ever come back to NBC or no way? Well, you know, that's kind of, it's not exactly why it ended. So they, they still did another three episodes after this over another year or so but mm -hmm. um and and to catch a predator had best ratings like it was like the number one show top 10 every time it was on up until the end so they had great ratings but the 
advertisers didn't like being associated with it. You know, because here you're on the show where they're catching pedophiles. You know, they don't. And nobody wants to be associated with pedophiles, even if it's catching pedophiles. They don't want their product around pedophiles. So they were selling their ads for you know discounted rates, even though this is a, you know a show that had huge ratings, even at the right. end. And the Conrad thing, you know, CBS made a show about to catch a predator, and it was really about the Conrad thing and how. Yeah you know, the police were working with NBC and not following their own lead. And so that kind of added some shame to it. And eventually they, they pulled the plug, but it wasn't really just because of Conrad's death. It was just the show had, you know, gotten kind of sleazy and advertisers didn't want to be a part of it. But so Conrad's wife sued for $80 million on wrongful death. And I talked to Chris about it and um, you know, I'm sure there's a non-disclosure agreement and they can't talk about it, but it was settled. And Chris says he wanted to fight it. But the settlement was small enough where it was cheaper for NBC just to settle it than to fight it. So they settled with her. And, you know, we don't know how much she got. Um, and it's probably all sealed and nobody can talk about it. But she got some money. And uh, so I guess technically she won. Yeah. Well, you said his wife. You mean his sister, right? It was I'm sorry. Sister, yes, right? his sister. His sister. Yeah. You're right. His sister. Um, so then what happens? It goes off the air for – well, it went off the air for good. But now when did – Hanson versus Predator start. And can you describe that? Hanson versus Predator um, was filmed in October of 2015 up in Fairfield. And Chris did a Kickstarter for it maybe six months before and mm -hmm. raised money. And then they did the show. And then Chris sold the show to Crime Watch Daily about a year later. A little less than now, a now a lot of Yeah, a, a lot of people take issue with that, right? Where he got, what, 89 grand and... Did people yeah, have getting about, their yeah, about ninety grand, and there was an issue with, um, you know, the the swag that you know if you donate a certain amount of money, you know, you yeah. get a mug or a T-shirt or things like that, and uh, stuff didn't ship out, you know, for a while, and people were complaining, and then eventually the press got a hold of it, and uh, and then the stuff shipped out. Okay, yeah, because I remember he had to turn himself in. He had a couple bounce checks and stuff like that. So who is your uh, – which predator do you think is the scariest? I mean, I, I think I, ha I know who you're going to say, um, but I'm just curious what you think. Like who would be the biggest threat to people? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Um, you know, Schumacher's a scary dude. He's in yeah. a mental institution now. He's a very scary guy, and he's been arrested a lot before and after. For violent crimes and his whole and his whole his whole family is a and mess. his dad and his brother his brother got famous yeah. for getting chewed on by a police dog. Oh my god! You know, was riding his bike without a special reflector on the bike, and he gave the cop attitude, yeah. and the cop had to stick the dog on him. He's um, the one that his sister yeah. drove him yeah. to the place, right? Yeah. And she yeah, had her kids with her. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was he was picking her up to go to a birthday party. <laughs> right. And the poor sister probably didn't know what was going on. No. And, you know, she's there with her little kids and there's all this, you know, commotion going on. Um, there was Paul Contenescu who may have uh, kidnapped a woman and kept her on heroin. And oh she said she was um, being, you know, they were selling women into slavery. So he's a scary dude. You know, Weary, who's still in prison and will die in prison, you know, had raped somebody and, uh, you know, shot somebody. So there's a, you know, there's a bunch of them that are pretty yeah, scary. Well, the one what do you on the top think of my about list. Todd Spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Todd Spikes was an ex-cop. 
Right. And he had, you know, a couple dozen guns and like a thousand rounds of ammo in his trunk. So, you know, who knows what the fuck he was going to do with that. I mean, that was scary, too. Does anybody yeah, was... know what's going on with him now? Yeah, he got arrested on a sting, um, an underage sting, <laughs> like a year after that. Oh, and, my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, and my I goodness. think he got like 20 years. Yeah. Oh, good. Jedi, that's the guy. His uh, screen name is Slave to Mistresses, Todd Spikes. Oh, my God. And he's another one. They show him on oh, the no, show. Slave, to like... Mistress, Slave to Mistresses was um, Yassan asked for, the Jordanian oh. guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. What was Todd yeah, yeah, Spikes? Yeah. I, I don't remember what his screen name was. I don't remember. But Todd Spikes is another one. They bring him on. They're like, he's 42 years old. You're like, what? That guy, you think he's in his 50s. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was thinking Thomas Bodnar. Oh, Bodnar. Bodnar's also uh, in an institution now. There's a great story on him. But he had... Uh, um, molested a bunch of kids before the sting and he got 10 years in prison or 8 years in prison or something like that and he filed a lawsuit against the jail because the toilet was broken and you know spraying toilet water all over every time it flushed and so he sued the prison and got 40 grand and then he wrote lawsuits for every other prisoner in there and got like a commission from all of them for writing their lawsuits I saw that. He got like 15% off everyone that wrote a lawsuit. Yeah. So then he's like two months away from getting released from prison. And they send him back to court and say, and they say, you've been declared criminally insane. And you're going to go to this institution, which is mostly filled with sex offenders that California doesn't want to release. And they say, you know, you're criminally insane and you're here until we deem you're not. So he got sent to an institution and he's writing all these kind of lawsuits to try to get out of it. But people oh, that, usually awesome. don't get out of this place. Yeah. Yeah, if he's staying there. Hey, did you guys see the news story this week, what Russia's doing with the sex offenders? No. no. What What are they doing? Uh, Joe, see if you can point anything up on that. They're basically, if you commit a sex crime on a underage kid in Russia, you're basically hard labor in the frigid cold, like the most horrible conditions. And that's how it should be everywhere, really. Yeah. 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 I mean, these people that get, I don't even know, some of these, most of these guys get like, what, a couple years, maybe serve one year, depending on the person. It depends where they are. Like a lot of the guys in New Jersey and California, they got like the first time offenders got like a day in jail. That's insane. But the guys in like Georgia and Kentucky, they got like five to seven years in jail. But it seems like the ones who have this addiction, I mean, they reoffend all the time, right? A lot of them do. Yeah, a lot of them do. You know, a lot of them, um, like, another, like Donald Morrison, John Kennelly, like guys like that, I don't think they can really control themselves. Yeah, that's what it is. They they have absolutely no control. And like we talked about the other night when we were on the phone, Joey, it's the same as alcoholism. Right. Just like, any I think type some of, of these guys, like maybe a Walter Baps or somebody, are smart enough and they've learned to control it and maybe they get counseling. I'm sure they yeah. still have those feelings, but they're, you know, like, like a recovering alcoholic. They just don't partake. And other guys just you know they can't be around kids there's just no way they could ever be around kids yeah now i'm just want to go over a couple last ones one that cracks me up is uh you know john elliott yeah Bald so say well that's what i was gonna say say chris hansen was like you know what let, let this guy go oh yeah before you go what was your screen name bald beaver hunter okay you're, you're going to jail <laughs> that that's your screen name Right. That's not even the worst one. Joe, Joey, tell us what the screen name is of uh, Michael Warker. 
can I rape you anally? Yeah. Oh my goodness. He's another yeah, scary Barty. guy. Yeah, he's a real scary guy. Yeah, yeah. Joe, did you find anything on that uh, Russia thing or no? Uh, yeah, it's a, a proposed law, but yeah, they're talking about life imprisonment uh, for uh, crime is apparently up. That crime is up 79% in Russia, sex crime attacks. So they're, they're, they've had enough. Yeah, and I always feel like things should be harsher like that. I mean, there is no getting, I mean, there's no, definitely no fixing child predators. Even if you castrated them, they would still try to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, also that voyeurism, right? All of them send their naked pictures for some reason. They get off on that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many of them did, yeah. Another, another thing I love is when these married guys show up and they say something like, did you bring condoms? Well, yeah, I always have them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lee Greer was good for saying, I always have them because of diseases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you brought a change of clothes, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's another one. I think he was 31. I mean, these people don't age well, these predators. No, a lot of them look a lot older than they than they are, yeah. Yeah. And now I was ta- when we were talking, you like Jeff Sokol. He's one of your best ones. What what do you want to say about him? Uh, Jeff so- Jeff Sokol's interesting because he's very arrogant. And and it's kind of thinks he's above all of this, especially in his police interrogation. Or even with Chris when he's just eating the pizza, like it's no big deal. I think, Joe, do we have a Jeff Sokol clip? Who are you? You tell me first. You're Jeff, right? Yeah. And what are you doing here tonight, Jeff? Hanging out. Hanging out with whom? With her. Who's her? I I, want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Tell me who you are, because, you know, I... Didn't know there would be other people here. Well, what did you expect to happen this time, Jeff? Didn't have any expectations. No expectations whatsoever? No. So you drove two and a half hours? Sure did. From Boston? <sighs> Who are you? To come here. Are you a dad? To meet a young girl. Are you, are you a dad? I will get to that in a minute. All right, go ahead, have a bite. Wow. Well, I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> so he's crazy. such an ass <laughs> i haven't done anything wrong i know now there's now, been a was, big yeah. renaissance over the past you know year and a half with you know the quarantines and everything and people sitting at home online and there's you know tons more people that are getting into to catch a predator you know i'm sure with other stuff too with people at home on the computer um so there's a you know a million more people out there looking at this stuff but way back in the old kingdom days todd Four years ago, um, you you actually met a predator. I did. I I remember calling you and telling you what I was doing, and I remember what you said. You said you just going up there for shits and giggles because yeah. I wanted to go. I wanted to go see Lorne, Lorne, who a lot of people think is like the number one predator. Right, and, and you were going up to Maine. Yeah, just a little six-hour trip to see my favorite predator. <laughs> Right. I just wanted to be able to show people, you know, who Lorne is. So I took a little trip to Maine, streaming live, knocked mm-hmm. on Lorne's door, t- 
told him I wanted to buy a copy machine. And still the funniest thing to this day is won't answer the door. We went out and looked in his yard. He had, do you remember all those, uh, for some he reason he like, had about. Th- it's like Sanford and son. And it looks like a, like a junkyard and he's got all that crap yeah. in his lawn and inside his house. He had like, yeah, he had like 30 things of crutches and he had these cop he had these copy machines like we were saying they have to cost like a grand it's the copy like machine new, yeah. at a at a business and he goes give me a price i said 15 dollars and we were trying to lift it into my car and i was filming the entire thing i don't know how he didn't a know now of when when Warren snatches that 20 out of your hand like that's become like oh. a pretty popular gif yeah, like I said, like I, I've been out of the TCAP community for a couple of years just because I get little kids and a uh, busy job, but that you'll have to show me that. Um, yeah. And uh, w- one of the funniest things was as he was bringing me into the backyard, his dog uh, his dog barked, and I'm looking at the live stream, and I see a couple of people write, Roscoe. And I'm like, this is pretty insane that we know so much about these predators that you hear a dog bark and you know the dog's name. I mean, these people in TCAP community know everything. These predators cannot get away with anything. And you got to go in that crazy trailer of his where he's got the, the fan like glued to the ceiling and the holes in the oh, wall yeah. and the, the mold and the dust. Yeah, and he had um, he had his guitar. He had like a million cigarettes in his ashtray and packs of cigarettes. He just... <laughs> So what else about that? Because you probably watch it more than I do. What else about my trip to Lauren's house? Do you remember some of the more memorable? Oh, I remember things? the whole thing. Um, but I thought it was funny that, you know, you're asking him, like, where's a good place to get a drink? And he's telling you, but he's like, oh, on Sunday, it's closed. So you can't go there. And, and you're like, it's not Sunday. It's Saturday. And he has to think for a oh, few yeah. seconds. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah today's Saturday. I tried to get him to go golfing with me because that would have been absolutely absolute gold if me and him were golfing together and I was streaming it. Well, but, but yeah, yeah that's a weird thing with a guy. You know, he, if you were a woman, he would go golfing with you. But as a guy, like you had nothing to offer except for, you know, buying a copier. Yeah, exactly. Now, like like we were saying earlier, um, when I gave him a beer, I don't know if you remember that. I gave him a yep, Treehouse yep. beer, which is a brewery. Right, but he only now, did Bud Light. Right. Yeah, he told me that. Now, did Ember? Because he was on the phone with another tea capper, Ember. Did she tell him I tried to poison him? What? She, she may have. She was very uh, possessive of Lauren, and that's why she was on the phone with him while you were there. And she did finally get him to file a cease and desist against the TCAP forum, the Temple of TCAP. <laughs> and she mentioned, you know, me talking to him, and she mentioned somebody that said, we should just go up there and steal his dog because he ties his dog to the treadmill. And then yeah. she mentioned that some guy went to his house and left leaky a leaky bottle of alcohol on his porch. Oh, God. Uh, now, Jedi, when I went there, probably half the time I was talking to him, he was on the phone. And I'm like, who is he talking to? And then he said, I'm on the phone with my girlfriend, Casey. Now, did he think he was talking to the actual decoy Casey? Yes. Mar- is it Mar- yeah, he, he thought that uh, somebody was playing... Uh, a person named Casey, and the the decoy in the sting was Casey Morrow, and he thought that Casey had fallen in love with him. Oh my gosh, that delusional! Yeah. Oh, his Lauren, his Lauren level of delusion. Mouth shut. So they said, you know, I think he said, she said, tell him, don't tell him my name, and he's like, oh, her name's Casey. <laughs> <laughs> now, on my way back from Lauren's house, I stopped at a a bar to have a couple of drinks, and the the creepiest thing is everyone talked like Lauren. I mean, that's the worst accent ever. 
right? Because he's in the middle of nowhere. He's not just like in, you know, like Portland, Maine. He's like way up there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful hours. up there, but it's like in the middle of nowhere. What was it? Skowhegan, right? Yeah. Yeah. In that area. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I did tell it to one or two people. And like we said earlier, if you're not a member of the TCAP community, you just wouldn't understand. I tried to couple, tell a couple friends and they were like, what are you doing? You're going to see a predator? I don't, and I'm like, forget it. <laughs> forget I said it. Now, yeah, Jedi, do you think known you... as the, uh, the Cornville visitor. I think he lives in Cornville. Yeah. So you were the Cornville visitor. Yeah. And he had all those signs on the side of his house where it said like hot dog, a dollar, soda, a dollar fifty or whatever. And I said, what is right, that? Yeah. And he said, uh, he the 10 yard mile yard sale. And his, and his mom would like, you know, cook food and sell it. Yeah. The 10 mile yard sale. I'd love to go up to that sometime right. in Cornville. Yeah. It's the weekend before so, Memorial Day every year. Yeah. Right, right, right. Now, Jedi, do you think you'll become a member of the TCAP community? I am not sure. I'm just surprised that it exists. I didn't know either until we started talking about it. <laughs> I know. It's fun. Joey, before we uh, end this, is there any other last predators you want to mention or anything that we didn't touch on? You know, there's so many great predators. There, there really is. There's a ton of them. And I have a different favorite one, like every, you know, few weeks or so, you know, somebody that didn't get enough attention. Like, oh, this guy's got an interesting story. Yeah, we didn't even touch on the rabbi. Oh, oh, the yeah, rabbi, yeah. yeah. David Kay is great. He's been arrested numerous times after that, too. Oh, yeah, real quick. What's up with him? Did he try to change his, like, VPN or something? What is... What, the first thing he did when he got out, of, he, I think he got, like, five years in prison. He gets out of prison. Being a registered sex offender, he has to have monitoring software on his computer. And he started Googling, like, how to disable monitoring software. So he got sent back to jail for that. And he keeps, you know, buying, like, <laughs> cell phones or you know, computers without permission and keeps getting sent back. And he's been sent yeah, back, I think, should... five times. What do you think I mean, Matt... of these um, vigilante and new to catch a predator YouTube channels, Joey? What's your thoughts I, on those? I'm not a big fan of most of those. There's a, a guy named Anxiety War that used to be big. He doesn't do a whole lot anymore, who was okay. But most um... of these guys kind of corner these guys and then just scream and yell at them. What about Skeeter Gene? He kind of copies Chris Hansen's style of I don't know him. I mean, I'll check him out. Uh, but Chris was really good because Chris would just say, what are you doing here? And then they would say something, and then Chris would just repeat it back. Oh, so you're here to buy a house. you know? And he would just give them rope and let them do the talking and let them hang themselves. But a lot of these yeah. guys just start you know, yelling and screaming at them, and the predators just shut down. So it's not as much, you know, it's not, it's not as interesting to me. You know, I want to hear I'm the you. talk. I don't want to hear the guys yell at them. Yeah, I'm not into these vigilantes at all. It's just not the same. So yeah, so if anybody wants to check out any of these predators, I mean, there's so many. We just it's impossible to touch on all of them. Check out any of these uh, to, to catch a predator channels. Oh, one more. One that always gets me is Bay Jones. There, Brian Goslin. Yeah, What's Brian your last Goslin name? Was great. He was so what's creepy your... and yeah. Joey, what's your last name? name. I don't have a don't last ha name. <laughs> yeah. So what does the future have for the Catch a Predator and Chris Hansen or any of these uh, shows that Chris uh, well, does? Chris is doing a podcast every week where he does a different predator. He's doing a Can I Rape You Anally, Mike Warricker, uh this Sunday night will come out. Oh. And um, he says he has uh, some more investigations coming out, um, I think, on Discovery+. Plus. But uh, he says that'll be announced fairly soon. So hopefully that happens. 
And, uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's fun that Chris has kind of embraced it and he's, you know, very accessible. Yeah. Now, I do want to say one more thing about Hanson versus Predator. I do like that series because it's there isn't a lot of people, but it's like there are there's so many good ones out of such like a small amount. Um, I do love the uh, the guy on that he knows from the commuter reel. What was his name? Again? Right. Yeah. Um, Charles Lawrence. Charles Lawrence. Yeah. Joe, have you ever seen this? The Hanson vs. No. Predator. This guy comes in, Charles Lawrence, thinking he's meeting a boy. And Chris Hansen's interviewing him, and he's like, how the hell do I know this guy? I know him from somewhere. And then he realizes he rides the commuter rail in with him. Right, oh, yeah, New York to Connecticut. In, uh, in, in Connecticut, and this guy lived right near the Stinghouse. Like, I think he lived less than a mile from the Stinghouse. So he shows up, and he walks in, and he sees it's Chris. And they knew each yeah. other because they took the train into the city all the time. And so he's like, no, oh Chris. God. And he runs out. Yeah. But the thing about Charles is he was misunderstood because he got a scratch on his cornea, and he thought the yeah, 13 said yeah. 18. It was, she said she was 18. I scratched my cornea. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Come on. And, and Joe, I'm going to say it again. I did the Jason Giambi rule last week. Just admit that you did the steroids, and no one's going to care. These stories are what makes these people so popular that they come up with. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. The guys that say, like, yeah, I did it, and, you know, I, I messed up, and – take me to jail like that's not as fun like that's okay they admitted yeah. to it but the guys that tell the crazy stories and keep denying it that i mean that's when it gets funny yeah exactly but definitely check out some of these uh tcap channels because they really dig deep into these people's background and like i said if one of these people gets a job or i mean even jeff stacy what did he go to a comedy night and we all found out about it Fuck. yeah so so uh, this woman her name was um i think she, she uses a, a tcap line as her name um adriana 22 yeah. Remember uh, that one guy's like, no, her name was, Ad she said her name was 22. I mean, her name was Adriana. So yeah. she's watching like Karen videos. Like, so she's on a Karen kick and there's like Karen gets kicked out of a comedy club. And all of a sudden you see Jeff Stacy and his wife are there like a month before Jeff Stacy oh died. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. And and Jeff has it. a big beard. Right. So I guess the guy, the comedian, I've talked to the comedian. He's like, I got a bunch of extra footage of this. I'm going to make a video. So hopefully he does. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's dead. <laughs> he passed away from a drug overdose? A drug overdose, yeah. And the doctor, and, and uh, Dr. Wolin, killed himself um, last year, too. Oh, yeah. no, that's I the guy who uh, slams his glasses on the ground. Slams right? his glasses, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Joe, do you have that uh, that thing I said that I want you to read? Do you, the, one of the last emails? So yep. let's just uh, let's end this with Net Buckeye got caught, and then he said... Oh, I need. I have something in my car. Can you go get it? And he wanted to, them to read this letter. At 8 p.m. tonight, I am meeting a person who I met online who claims to be a 14-year-old girl. I have no intention of supplying this person with alcohol, having sex, or doing any other improper, unlawful conduct with this person. If she really is who she says she is, my intention is to befriend her and to try to mentor her. Her parents should also be aware of her behavior and possibly get her counseling. John France. <laughs> that almost worked. Yeah. <laughs> so basically the police called that an alibi letter, which is like a perfect. Yeah, they didn't arrest him right away. They, you know, kind of put their arm around him and said, we need to have some words with him. Well, and, that was uh, premeditated, so there was intent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Joey, I noticed he's a guy that the TCAP community likes to have fun with. Yeah, yeah, his phone call with the decoy is uh, pretty funny. And uh, everything about him is kind of funny. 
and the guy um Candace Hello that does the phony phone calls, you know, he, he says he's the funniest. John Francis is the funniest. Yeah, no now where do you draw the line with teacappers? You don't think us in the teacap community should be like contacting people's wives and stuff, right? No, 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 no. Um talking to their jobs or their family or anything like that is totally, you know, off limits. Yeah, I totally agree, but some people do that stuff. Yeah, I mean there's there's you know, people that will do that and you know, call up and giggle and hang up and that kind of bullshit. You wish they wouldn't. Yeah. You know, or I, even I know. just calling them and, you know, you kind of want to just let them be in the wild. And if you can get them to like give a real interview, like a few of them yeah. have, and that's really interesting. But what but, do you uh, think? Do you think they should be able to make a life afterwards or do you think that they should? Well, yeah, I mean, forever? if they're working, then number one, they're not being supported by, you know, our tax dollars. And number two, they're busy with their job. So they're going to have less time to like, you know, think bad thoughts. So, um, right. you know, I, I hope they're all working, you know crappy jobs, you know, in overtime and keeping busy and trying to make a life, you know, make a better life for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think uh, obviously this is a major mistake, but it can't be the end of your life. You got to get some type of second chance. But when you get people like David Kay and, and uh, Kennelly, just throw them in a wood chipper or something. Mm. But, yeah, but uh, with their family or their jobs is a big, yeah, big no, no. Yeah. I agree with that. Anything else, Joey? Anyone else you want to talk about? No, guys. Thanks for having me. Jedi, nice meeting you. Joe, nice meeting you. Nice Same. meeting you. Thanks for being on. And you, are you still making new videos on your site, Joey? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm not monetized. I just do it as a hobby. So I put stuff up. I think I have something fun to put up. So, you know, I, I upload it there every week or so. Yeah. Yeah. Good some of the know. videos are really, really funny. Unfortunately, the end is here. We could probably go on for days with no sleep talking about To Catch a Predator. Much love to Joey Teacap for joining us on our show and sharing his vast knowledge on his uh, Catching Predators information and YouTube channel. And you can go on YouTube to watch his videos at Joey's Teacap channel. In a true Chris Hansen to catch a predator style, I like to say we are Todd and Jedi at Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Morks? You're free to go. Right.